Hey everybody and welcome to the Vulnerable Entrepreneurs coming at you from the great city of Worcester, Massachusetts. I'm Sean Riley. And I'm Common Thrath. And today, like always, we're having a no bullshit conversation about the entrepreneurial way of life. I gotta say, Sean, the one thing that's been pretty impactful for me, like just trying to balance everything and trying to like remind me of doing things is setting an alarm. I set an alarm on my phone and then like I'm doing virtual school learning with my kids at home and I set an alarm and they basically have to use an iPad provided by the school. But I've noticed that once I set an alarm, like that's like, on, that's then that's everything too. Like setting an alarm, remind myself I have a meeting coming up or whatever. So like that's been a huge impact to improve me just like organizing myself. So like what's one big impactful thing that you've done just to improve anything, you know, or just impactful it could be, it could be trying some, a food item or, something new oh that's a that's a great question um so i try to do a couple things first is i've tried to lately extend my day a little bit so i started getting up earlier than i normally do and it's not like i wake up and just start working but i wake up and do the stuff that i would do when i was normally getting up like get a coffee get something to eat um maybe check on emails get caught up on the news whatever and do that and slide into my day. And it typically will start about an hour or 90 minutes earlier than it would normally just by doing that. And it's not so much, oh, you're so busy, you have to add more hours. No, it's not that. It makes it easier for me. The pace is better because, you know, with a lot of our clients, um, it's global. Our business is global now. So, you know, we have people that are working, we have, somebody in France right now um, in Venezuela, they're working all the time. So we have to be, we, the partnership has to be available for that. So, you know, do you want to be waking up, you know, blurry eyed and just jumping in to work? Well, there's some of that, but also, you know, easing into the morning a little bit and getting in a new routine kind of helps you be more energetic, at least for me throughout the day. And then, you know, the whole, um, diet and by diet i don't mean going on a diet i mean what you eat eating healthier it actually preserves or gives you more energy you know throughout the day but it's all you know things are all relative like you can't just say i'm gonna eat perfect forever like you have to have days where you don't eat perfectly and that's okay and you know you kind of ease into things just gotta relax a little bit and do things kind of in moderation yeah so warming up your body for the day so that that's something that's been pretty impactful for you yeah, you try new things. You know, we talked about in our last episode about be doing things that are uncomfortable. I think it's all about kind of expanding your horizons, doing things differently. You might find something that you love or hate or whatever, but the idea is to, you want to make your life wide. You know, you want to do as much as you can. You know, what's the old, you know, you don't want to go to heaven looking all shiny and clean and brand new. You want to like be limping to the pearly gates, blood coming out of your nose, filthy smell. You have no idea what happened to you. That's how you want to end, man. You don't want to be all ready to go. Wasn't that you yesterday? Still is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yes. Yes. Still is. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I think you're just going to have like a little toe crawling over. The pearly gates when, when it's your time. Cause we are going to do an episode. I think that we, we owe it to our audience to do an episode 
from a bar and not right when we get there. I mean, after a while, we should tee up an episode and, you know, see what we got to talk about. I think. Yeah. So, so this episode guys, we're talking about like, no, what's, what's the most impactful thing you can do as an entrepreneur for your, for your business. And we understand we're recording this during the pandemic right now. A lot of businesses and entrepreneurs are stressed out, scared, don't know where to go lost. So, you know, for me as, as an advice and even for my own agency, you know, I, I am always thinking about how do I be better? How do I be better? How to be, be better? And we're, you know, fortunately we're, we're doing digital transformation is, is something that everyone needs. So it's where, where, where our business and our services is, 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 is sought after. Um, but you know, we can always do better. So the advice I give to a lot of all our entrepreneurs that we work with as clients is, reevaluating your business plan. Like, you know, sometimes you just, you get in a flow, you're doing everything. It's almost like spring cleaning, like you're in your house or you're hoarding stuff. Like it's just re-evaluating your business and really like go back to the basics. Look at, does it make sense? Does your business plan you have now, if, if you have one, does it make sense? If you don't have one, do just do a framework. You don't need to do like what, what a business plan that you see from like MBA course and just, fully blown out, just do something that gives you framework. Cause who knows, you, you might have to like shift it and change it and, and it's supposed to be fluid, but that's the best advice. Cause once you have an idea of where you're going in the plan for your business, now you have clarity, you have all the chess pieces on the board and now you can start executing on, on that strategy. It's a funny story. <clears throat> when I went to Bryant senior year, we, had, we took a class on resumes, like, okay, you know, interviewing on campus, big deal. Resume is going to be white paper, or ivory paper. It's going to be this font, that font. It's going to be one page. It's going to look like this, blah, blah, blah. The first, the first job I ended up getting, a bunch of interviews. And how long is the semester? Three, four months? A whole class on resumes. I walk in, the managers are holding my resume, and it's, I don't know if you remember this, it's the old fax paper that actually curled up. It was very, very thin yes, fax paper. And they're like, do you have extra copies? Cause we can't even read. I'm like, Oh my God, I just spent all this time and my parents, all this money on this class <laughs> and I got a job and they can't even read it. It's like, you know what? Screw it. Like, just tell us about yourself. And it's funny that you bring up business plans. It's the same thing. Like, it's like, Oh, I got to get a business plan. I've had f- four companies now. I, I don't think I've done I know I haven't done a formal business plan. I think the first one I did kind of a business plan, but I think I showed you the wrath business plan. It's one scribbled page. You can't even read in a a diagram. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's my business plan. And I think that in my Boston accent, here's a shocker. I think one of the things we got to take away is to relax. What is one of the biggest things your benefit, your business can benefit from relax like when was the last time you had a deadline that wasn't created by either you or your client? And even if it was your client, you had input to, I bet there's none of them. We have this, we create these deadlines that most of them are quasi unrealistic because we feel the need to get it done. Because if we don't get it done in that artificial timeline, it's a failure. No, no, it isn't. Relax. Like COVID will be here tomorrow. We don't have to pivot everything today. Like, let's just relax and see kind of what, you know, as, as coaches say, see the play develop. 
Like, let, it's great to be first if you're sure you're going to be successful, but you don't know that. You have the biggest risk and arguably the biggest reward. But sometimes, you know, when I used to run road races and do triathlons, I would love, I would always look at the person that was in front of me. Like, you don't look at the person in the lead. You're never going to catch, at least in my case, I was never going to catch that person. I look at the guy right in front of me and then I pass him and then I pass him. And as long as you can create these manageable timeframes to the extent that you can control it or have input to it, you're better off. So just relax and know that you have capacity and everything that you need to, to be successful is already inside you and go through a growth experience and let that manifest itself. It's not all, I know it's particularly in this day and age, everything is digital and everything is is immediate and everything has to be a millisecond but honestly life and business which is life doesn't run that way like just you gotta give you yeah give give yourself time to reflect i think i I get my call sometimes you feel like you're in this like hamster wheel and you gotta like step off of it reflect and kind of reassess give time for because your brain needs rest too it's just like a muscle your brain needs to like, there's actually studies that say, go play. Like if you have kids, like they say, go play pretend with your kids. You're, you're activating a different part of your, your brain that has nothing to do with work. Yeah. And it right. gives your, your brain time to regenerate and regroup. So when you come back, you actually come back with way more greater ideas. That solution to that, uh, to that problem is probably going to pop out from there. So yeah, that's great advice about relaxing, Sean. You know, one of the things I was thinking, I used to be so arrogant when I first started out as an entrepreneur and like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to bang out 15 hours today. I'm going to crush it 110%. Like that's the biggest load of crap. I, last night I was writing a proposal com. I literally was dozing off. I'm like, you know what, dude, put it away. Like just hit save and come back to it because you know what? It doesn't have to go out last night. There's nobody around you. So who are you showing off to? It's like, what, you're, you know, oh, I got, I got mad muscles. I banged out 15 hours today. That's great if they're productive, but I'm sitting there with my head slamming into the monitor of my laptop. I'm done. That's it. I'm calling it, man. I'm ringing the bell. I'm out. I'm well, out. I wasn't productive. I think, I think it's from the last episode. We were talking about recovery, right? Like you can, you can drink really well. You don't recover well. So was that a recovery night for you, Sean? <laughs> no, not at all. I've been, I've been actually pretty good. The problem is I've been on this drought for so long that I'm going to be, I'm going to kill myself drinking so much water when I finally get to the Oasis because I haven't in a, in a while. I'm, I'm really, he's going to be in shock. I, They're like, what is this? <laughs> I have my Irish relatives rolling over being like my grandfather, God rest his soul. Is like, what are you, what are you doing? Are you, <laughs> COVID no COVID. Come on, man. But it's, it's uh, so I've been out of practice. No, it was just a fatigue thing. I was just tired. I think I, I woke up tired and then, you know, you just kind of off for the day and I should have just called it quits and to your point, done something fun. And I was just trying to, I, I really wanted to get it done for no other reason that I didn't want to wake up to it in the morning. And I'm like, nobody died. We didn't lose any revenue. Not a big deal. I can get to it tomorrow. And and frankly, arguably, I did a better job on it this morning than I was certainly doing last night. You just got to relax. You know, it's we create these time frames for no other reason than just to have a time frame. And it's it's silly. I mean, some things have a deadline at midnight. The day is going to end and there's a new day that's going to start. But and the sun's going to come up and go down. But we should relax a little bit when we create our own deadlines and 
you know, take the time to, to, to your point was perfect is to, to absorb something else, you know, like go run around with your kids or go take a walk or get up and get the blood flowing a little bit and, you know, have a okay. cocktail. Yeah. Or something. If you're a gamer, go, go play video games, do something. Just yeah. Different. Something different. Yeah, something exactly. Creative. Um, and then come back stronger and better. And, uh, I think so. Yeah. It's, it's kind of reflecting. Uh, it's funny. Cause I think you and I are from that generation. I think that, you know, it's all about time in the business that is the most important, right? Like, Oh, you gotta, you gotta bang out 10 hours or your failure, or what do you mean about, you know, family time and, you know, all this stuff. And as you get older and wiser, you realize hopefully wiser <laughs> that the best thing you can do for your business is to do other things. I mean, they've, you, you know, you talk about a sports analogy, they've actually done um, these, these comprehensive exams where they'll look at athletes. When I coached lacrosse in high school, I would tell my players, the best thing you can do in the off season is not play lacrosse. D don't pick up your stick. D you know, it doesn't need to be 24 seven. You're going to burn yourself out mentally and your muscles. Remember if you're always running a certain way, playing soccer and that's all you do. And, and the downside to sports, particularly youth is there's no such thing as an off season. Like when is the ice hockey off season? There's no such thing. When's the soccer off season? You have indoor, you have outdoor, you have competitive, you have club, then you have your own school, right? But your muscles remember that. And the studies they did, the, the folks that were played one sport all the time were more prone to injury in that sport because their muscles weren't, you know, as you and I talk about all the time, going wide. They're not doing anything else. You're not strengthening that any other way. And your body is getting, your brain included, gets used to that. Same thing with business, man. You're going to fall into this trap of, yeah, maybe working 15 hours a day is going to get easy to you, but I guarantee you, you're not going to be as, as productive and the quality of your work. I mean, you get the pheromones going, don't you? Like if you're working remotely right now, you specifically, when you get up and go spend five minutes, 10 minutes with your kids, make them a snack, you feel a little bit elated. It's, it's just a little bit of a release. You feel yep. better. And I bet you can sit back down even after five or 10 minutes and punch out another couple of hours. And even if it's not that long, your work quality is going to be better. And you're spot on. Cause like I used to feel guilty. Like, you know, I got to get this done. I don't want to take five minutes to get up and go do something or maybe even get up. And I see my, you know, my daughter needs help here. And I, I'm like, hold on, I'm in a zoom meeting, I'm in a zoom meeting, but then, you know, take, but now I block out that time. Like, let me go, um, give her some recess, but I'll do recess with her, with her. So I'm benefiting from that recess too. Like, let's just take 10 minutes together and let's go, go play or do something and draw or whatever. Um, and today we, I actually took a, a walk to the, my mailboxes, like multiple blocks down in my neighborhood. And that was great. Come back, refresh. Like you said, get up, change the scenery, come back. And that was probably 15 minutes. Um, other days I was just like, oh, I'm just going to grind through my work. I'll get the mail on, on, on Saturday. Um, but making those small little additions to my day makes a huge impact to my output. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is, I think a lot of it is emotional. Like I don't feel, you know, I've said this before. My biggest thing was going to the gym in the middle of the day. Like it was a treat to myself. I forced myself to do it. And when I say force, I don't mean physically, like I don't feel like working out. I love working out in the middle of the day. It was the guilt. It was like, oh, wow, should I, 
you know, like if I do this, I should allow all the employees to do that. And you just, that's what I was saying. We're like that last generation to get over that and realize that if you take an hour of the day to go do something else and come back, you're going to be more productive. And either if you're the business owner or not, the business is going to not suffer from that. It's going to actually be better. Don't you want, you know, the health thing I was talking about, this is one of my first businesses I started, my partner. And he was like, uh, I wasn't going to the gym in the middle of the day. I was actually going at night and it sucked. I'm, I was always tired. You typically aggravated. It's a tack on to the rest of the day. It's like, ah, uh, it's the first thing you blow off. Cause if you have kids or whatever, and I had young kids at the time, babies. So it's like, you just end up blowing it off. And then you feel like crap physically. And you also feel like I don't get to do what I want. I'm chained. But anyways, he was talking about it. He's like, well, I feel, I feel guilty. I like, I, I feel like I shouldn't be allowed to do that. And I said, you know, what's interesting is don't you want to be the most energetic? I mean, I'm an older parent. So my, my oldest is 14. My youngest is, is um, nine. And I want to be energetic for them. I want to be able to go throw the ball for an hour with one of my children or go surfing if that's what they want to do. Or, Hey dad, you want to do an eco challenge? Yeah, I do. Well, you're not going to do that punching out 15, 18 hours of work every day. Forget about how badly your business is suffering because of you doing that. And it's all emotional. It's all emotional bullshit. It's guilt. It's like, Oh, if I'm, if I'm away from the business, like it's going to suffer. No, no, it isn't. It's actually, you're going to be better for a whole variety of reasons and being healthy, whether it's eating nutritionally or and when I say workout, I don't mean go lift heavy shit for a couple hours. I mean, walk around the building or like you did take recess with your kids. They remember that and you feel better about it and about yourself. I mean, you yeah. did something, you compound gave a gift time. to them. Yeah. Oh, compound time, man. Exactly. Right. And yeah. I think it's, it's hard for older people older than us. Um, to have that mindset. And for me, like being 50 or in my fifties, I'm on kind of that fence. Like I'm that last generation of, yeah, it's like, you know, um, starting my first job, there was work from home. There's no, there was no such thing. You didn't have the infrastructure for it. The internet wasn't fast enough, blah, blah, blah. And as technology speeds up, it creates the opportunity to do, you know, you didn't have VPNs, any of that stuff. But now with younger generations, we as the older generation, the older managers even or entrepreneurs have to be okay with that because that's where the world is, is going. Yep. I mean, it's just how it is. And that's good. That's really good. You know, it's, yep. it's, 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 it's great. You can spend time with your family every single night, but you know, what's kick-ass about that is that you can come back downstairs when everybody else is in bed. And if you feel like it, crank out four hours of work. That's what's great about it. And before is either or. Yep. It's either work or family and it, or whatever, work or personal. And you have to figure out balance because the infrastructure, either technology or otherwise, isn't available. Now it's like, yeah, okay. I can, can do, do whatever anywhere. I want. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is what I come back to at the very beginning of this about relax. Like, relax, make it work. Don't sit there and say it's not going to work because I'm supposed to work 15 hours, but I got to spend 15 hours over here. And how am I going to work out? You just, you just do it, man. You make it a priority and, and you do it and it's okay. It's okay. Let the well, play guys, develop in front of you, man. Take your time a little bit. Take your time. Please, please. No, 
apply, you know, hearing what Sean says. And, um, I was like that in the beginning when I started my agency working to crazy hours, I had to have, you know, a kind of like a, a come to Jesus conversation. My wife, she's like, no, at five o'clock, you know, I need you to be available to the family. Like, and I was like, how am I going to do that? My hours are less, you know, uh, I want to work until seven or eight. And then, but you, it, this is life and it's not balancing. It's just life as a whole, but I was able to be wider. We talked about that in many episodes, get wider and you, you, you fit it in, but you reprioritize your day. So you give yourself that time to relax so that you can, you know, rebuild your brain muscles, rebuild the energy. So you come back amplified, even stronger for yourself. And then, and then we, you know, restructure your business plan. You know, it doesn't have to be something crazy. It could be something literally on a notepad with some doodles, but have something written down so you can have focus, um, to, to go and tackle it. I think that, you know, what's funny is, is I'll give you a perfect example of how, like to your point about having, having to disconnect from your business or disconnect from your other things in your life and making things um, all work together. You and I scheduled a Zoom call a few weeks ago that started at eight o'clock and all of our schedules allotted an hour for that. Now, you have younger kids, so they were already in bed. The workday, the conventional workday was over. That Zoom call was four hours. That Zoom call you and I were on went till midnight. Yes. <laughs> and what did we talk about? And the best conversations you have in life are the ones you don't remember. Because those are the ones where you're spitting out. It's a, it's a great vibe. The pace is good and the energy's up. It's not like a mundane, agenda-driven conversation that we all have way too many of. It's, hey, I want to talk about family or how does this... Or later, how's your business going? Yeah, I did that too, but what'd you eat yesterday? I feel like shit. You want to have a drink? Like it's all over the place. Those are the gems of the conversation you had. Four hours. You and I couldn't do that during the day, and I wouldn't want to. Who'd want to do that in a day? The, 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 the best part of that is you go into it with this perception of X, and we get Y out of it. Four hours, it probably could have gone another two. And I can't tell you really what we talked about down to the the sentence I know about what we, yeah, I mean, about, we, just, I couldn't regurgitate. we were just flowing, you know, and, and, and sometimes just chatting with, you know, another, uh, just another friend. Um, uh, if it's a friend, but also I think convenient for us is we're, we're friend in, in, in business. Right. So we're chatting yeah. about a lot of similarity stuff and it's just like, you're just brain dumping. You're just chatting. And then we're, you know, we're laughing, we're joking, we're talking about stuff, we're strategizing. So yeah, it was just all over the place in a, in a good way. You know, we're just, I think you get what yeah. we're doing is is almost like you're cleaning the cobwebs in every corner of your brain. <laughs> uh, right. And we want to get perspective from somebody that we trust that isn't that you're not in a, dare I say, loving relationship, meaning you're not supporting someone because of who you are in the relationship. Right. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you black or white, whether you do anything about it, it's up to you, but how I feel about what you're telling me, and we walk away with, there's no baggage. Like you tell me I'm doing something wrong. I'm going to tell you you're doing something wrong. And that's, that's okay. But you and I have this great relationship where it's personal. It's life, right? It's, it's friendship. It's personal, but it's also business. And then you have, oh, by the way, we do this podcast, which is one of the things, you know, to hump us a little bit. This is what I want to do for our audience is I want to have this level and type of conversation 
with our audience because you and I aren't the only two people that either do or want to have four hour Zooms on a random Wednesday night when we're having a three hour shoot the next day for our podcast. Like who does that? I bet there's yeah. a lot of people that do it. I think for, for a lot of new listeners that don't know the history of how this podcast came about is it, it was from those conversations that Sean and I always naturally have. And we're like, let's share this, these, all these little stories on a podcast, you know, and cause I would talk right. to him about finances. I would talk about people. I would talk to him about like, how do you manage your day? Like, this is crazy. I don't have enough time in a day. Like I would, you know, it's, it's he's just good, just a, a sounding board, just another, um, someone in the trenches with you, you know, that you, that you want to have in that foxhole with you. Uh, going to battle. Yeah. Or, or even not, or even not have them in the trenches be like, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about, but this yep. is what I would do. You know, mm. somebody with a, either a similar perspective or something totally different. You know, like I can give you a business problem and you're going to give it, you're going to give me the answer. That's your answer. And I gain from that. I gain your perspective. I might not do anything. It might not work. Mm -hmm. But it might also be kick ass, but I am absorbing. You're giving me a, not to get corny, but you're giving me a gift. You're giving me something that I can absorb, whether I use it directly or not, it's irrelevant. You're giving me something that maybe changes my perspective or at least grows it a little bit. But if you're, you know, I keep going back to relaxing. If you're that, got to do it. It's all on me. I'm all by myself. I have to work 10 hours, my family be damned. You're going to ruin everything. And on top of all that, your business is going to fail because you need to focus by not, by focusing on the wide, not on the high. And the high is just your business. You need to be able to absorb everything in life. That's how your business is going to succeed. I would say Excel. So I think really like what came out of this, I think the last piece of, uh, golden nugget here guys is like also finding someone that you can you know chat with and just have a conversation like have it like if it's a mentor or a friend but it's also therapeutic able to kind of just out there just brain dumping and chatting if, if it's someone that maybe might not be able to help you but you just have different perspectives so uh, another thing that could be very impactful for you especially now if you're stressing out during this pandemic and trying to figure out your business is finding someone that you can go and just talk with mentor. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a lot of times. I think people try to find a mentor in the same space or, or a mentor that is somehow in business. Say if you're a businessman, you want to mentor it's business. And, and I agree to that to a little bit, but you also want to find people that mentor you personally in a different way that is completely one of the best mentors I've ever had in my life. And I don't even think he knows this is my high school band teacher. He had a huge influence on my life and I'm not, he's still a musician. I I mean, I I'm musical, but I don't, I'm not a musician, not a, you know, but he influenced my life. I have coaches that helped me um, in, in business, but they had nothing to do with business. I had a wonderful text exchange. We're going to go out for cocktails, I think, from my boss at um, State Street. He reached out and we had, it was probably an hour long text back and forth about just 
the the state of the state and he's one of my he gave me a real shot when i was at state street to manage a huge project and i was new to the group i was brand new um i came from jp morgan i wasn't even a state streeter you know coming from internally and he took a huge risk i know he did and we had a blast one of the best bosses i've ever had and it allowed me to open up myself, which allowed me to do other things. Sometimes being the best boss means you're going to lose your great people because you're giving them the freedom to see how great your people are. And that's, that's really a compliment. It's not really something we should worry about as managers more than entrepreneurs. It's a compliment. But yeah, relax, man. Grab a cocktail right. and relax. You know what I mean? Last night, I was relaxing. I did a little extra work that you said after I went down to bed, made myself a, an old fashioned. I even, even did the little, the little uh, orange twist. My wife this morning was like, what is this bag of oranges? I'm like, oh, those are going to be all of my different drinks later. <laughs> I was, I was yeah, peeling, oranges, right. peeling oranges for the kids. I'm like, I'm saving this thing. I'm compounding my, my, my fruits yeah. <laughs> to be uh, in my yeah, drink. Well, you see, you're, you're marketing and branding. You're all about the shine. Dump it in the <laughs> glass and put it in front of me. I don't need orange slices. I know where the orange tastes like. I'm good. Squeeze a little in the drink and put it in front of me, man. Hey, I got, you, you sometimes know? you got to treat yourself because you, you know, you got to take care of yourself. This is, I think that's the other thing. You know, you get this whole, the theme of the podcast is that you got to take care of yourself before you take care of others. And yeah, I'm going to give that extra little touch with that, the orange peel. So <laughs> hey, it's the it's the hardest thing. It's the one of the hardest things adults have to do is you got to put your oxygen mask on first because you can't if you're not healthy, you can't make your business healthy. If you're required to work 15 hours a day, you got to eat right and you got to exercise just to get yourself to have the ability to do that. Same thing with, with anything in life. If you want your business to be successful, you got to take the time, hire the right people. How are you going to do that? Take the time. Don't make it a rush thing. You know, like I said, relax a little bit and let it, let the play develop, you know, let it happen in front of you before you do it, you know, set realistic time frames. have a cocktail, you know, you know, and then the other, the other big thing I think we learned from today is that, that COVID sucks. Everything is so two dimensional now, right? It's, it's, I miss, I miss the social aspect of it a lot. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that I miss about life in general is the social part of it. It's a big part of my life. It's a big part of my business. It's being around people is, it's my sweet spot. I love it. I love having conversations and not being in a conference room, being at a cafe or a, or a bar or somewhere, you know, having a conversation with you or investor or a new project or an entrepreneur. Everything's done two-dimensional, man. Life yeah. is not two-dimensional. Until, until I and, and create this new invention where I can just like give it to you through the screen. Oh, can you like imagine? Just, I mean, no, all 4D I and then you can smell the drink too. Like that's, who knows? That's yeah. the next, next level stuff. <laughs> you could probably network a three-dimensional printer and send it to the printer, couldn't you? <laughs> you probably do that. There you go. It's crazy. You get two entrepreneurs now. We're thinking, here we go. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Yeah. So in summary, you know, get your business plan revamped. doesn't need to be fancy. Just something that gives you a roadmap for yourself, some, some, some focus and direction, relax and find a mentor. So share with us yeah. what's been impactful for you. 
um, so that the rest of our community can, can learn from each other because it, it definitely takes a community. Absolutely. I totally agree with you, which is a first. I totally agree with you. <laughs> so this is not so much just for our listeners. It's with our listeners. We're doing this with them, not just for them. We're all together in this big, massive, disconnected group called Entrepreneurs. Find us on Facebook and LinkedIn at The Vulnerable Entrepreneurs. Twitter and Instagram at The VE Podcast. The VE Vulnerable Entrepreneur Podcast. And join the conversation by visiting us on our website, thevepodcast.com and email us at hello at thevepodcast.com. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. That wraps it up. We understand that every minute of your day is valuable, and we appreciate you spending time with us today.